Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 231 of Hooked on Sports. My name is John Flynn. Thank you so very much for listening to, to this week. And, and boy, we've got a lot to take care about today. We, we'll be all over. So what I took away from NFL free agency, I'll get into um, so the NCAA tournament. We'll get into so the push in the NBA playoffs. Uh, but I'm compelled uh, to to start today's podcast by just uh, discussing what was a, an amazing tournament, an unbelievable ambiance, the World Baseball Classic, and it came to an end last night as Team Japan defeated Team USA three to two to to, to win the World Baseball Classic for the third time. Uh, it, it was it, it was an absolute thriller for. Uh, for uh, where where uh, so the game came down to the very end and and it, it and it was fitting that Shohei Otani struck out Mike Trout to end the whole thing and the, and those two are considered the two best players in baseball uh, right now and, and for them to go head 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 to head and for Otani to strike out Trout it was such a fitting end to what was uh, in a, in a, in an unbelievable tournament uh, that really went a long way in helping grow the game, and 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 this and this all goes back to just to, to some of the thrillers that we saw throughout the course um, of, of of the tournament, and particularly uh, in in the knockout stages with some uh, with Team USA with 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 a dramatic victory against then unbeaten Venezuela in the quarterfinals, Trey Turner. So hit, hit hit a grand slam and eventually hit five home runs, uh, in 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 those, right, in in that span. So so and Kyle Schwarber hit a nuke bomb on uh, on Tuesday night in the final against Japan off you Darvish. So I, I that that was um, or uh, so that was fun uh, for us to watch, and, and then you also throw throw in, um. It's, it, and you also thought what what team uh, the the surprising run Team Mexico had they they and they were, uh they, they were tremendous as well they they made it to the semifinals but but they ultimately couldn't hang on to a three nothing lead, um in, in going to the bottom of the seventh and then they lost, so uh, in the ninth inning on a on, on with with the with the comeback that was engineered by Shohei Otani but. <laughs> The, the the ratings for uh, for um the World Baseball Classic, especially when when it comes to Eastern Asia with with South Korea, Japan, and and Taiwan, it it, it was off the charts. So you had 50, 60 million people in, in in Japan watching this sporting event, and and they know they're obsessed uh with with Shohei Otani and Otani uh delivered in in some big spots uh but not not as much at the plate as he as he did on the hill but all in all it was uh it was japan that so that that simply dominated uh their way so they 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 had averaged nine runs a game uh leading into uh the championship game against the u.s last night and and then, then they rode some excellent discipline pitching uh to the championship and and they and they were able to make the pitches they made uh, they needed to make uh to to get out of jams in the seventh inning and then the ninth inning uh where they, they it could have been a dangerous situation they they got 
Um, Paul Goldschmidt to ground into a double play in the seventh, and and uh, Mookie Betts to ground into a double play to start in, in the top of the ninth uh, for the second out there. Um, so so the the so that's going to be uh, a, a great segue to what I think is going to be a compelling Major League Baseball season now. So the 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 the, the, the World Baseball Classic uh, didn't go without their fair share of injuries. I mean, Ed, Edwin Diaz uh, was uh, 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 tore uh, uh, ruptured something on his knee when celebrating Puerto Rico's victory over the Dominican Republic last week. He's now out for the season, and that was. Uh, the, the pop, most likely the thing that knocked Puerto Rico out of the tournament, and and and, and basically it, it could derail the season for for the Mets here, who so who who, who uh, a Mets team that has suffered a lot of injuries uh, uh to their relievers in spring training, uh, are are now are now in the quest uh, have a major have a huge hole on on their roster to fill so. So, so the fact that Mets are in this place, I mean, what can go wrong will go wrong so for um, for the Mets. Same thing happened with Jose Altuve for Team Venezuela. He 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 got hurt. Um, it's, it's a, I, I, he got hurt with uh, with with his thumb, and he's gonna be out um, seven to nine more weeks. So he's gonna start the season on the injured list. So so that was that was a tough break for. Um, uh, for the Houston Astros and the defending World Series champs, but but all all, all in all, this was uh, the type of thing that energizes baseball fans to the one that that makes it grow around the world. Now, I still think that there's there's room uh, there's lots of room for improvement when it comes to the global outreach of Major League Baseball, particularly when 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 it comes to Africa, when it comes to uh, Europe, there uh, because the, the European teams did not fare uh, very well. In, in in the in the classic this year, so so I think some major league baseball sh- should do more to to get the European teams in, but obviously uh, with the, with East Asia, the U.S. and, and the uh, North America and the Caribbean, uh, it it is um it, a a tremendous sporting event, and 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 we couldn't get enough of that now. And the World Baseball Classic will be coming back in 2026, and and it and it's going to be a thing to stay, as the and especially with the ratings uh, from internationally that 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 proved the case on behalf of so of baseball and the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, you couldn't get enough of it, and and the Mets fans are going to be uh are 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 barking that that Diaz got hurt. They'll be barking. Astros fans barking because, uh, because of the Altuve injury, but so but, so, but 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 to, but to see the but to see how how, how much so that they cared about their countries, it, it was it was really the the um the uh, really like a World Series in March, so uh, uh, by, uh, but with national pride at stake and. And especially if if you were uh, someone from the Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico or or, or anything of if anything close to that matter, it was a source of national pride and as uh, and something that the entire uh, those those nations could uh, could rally around. Now I now let let's go to to to, to some things uh, that that I saw from NFL free agency and and there there are things that 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 I that I've liked so far. And I think you look you're looking at the. 
Yeah, you you're looking at big winners like like the Detroit Lions who brought brought in some pieces to bolster their secondary, to bolster their defense, and then um then 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 help reinforce the running back position a little bit with David Montgomery with. Um, uh, with C.J. Gardner Johnson to uh, uh, to to bolster um, the, the, the secondary, you, you, they, they brought in uh, Emmanuel Mosley from San Francisco um, to, uh, to to help out, and then um, and and then they they all they also brought in um, Cameron Sutton from Pittsburgh. I thought that was a great deal. Um, by by the lions right right there um so so that's gonna be some something to monitor they, they um so they they brought in Graham Glasgow from the Broncos to to uh to bolster the depth of the offensive line now i i, I do i do love what the panthers have done this offseason they, they, so they they brought in uh, uh they brought in three starters on offense uh all in skill play positions they brought in miles Sanders from Philadelphia, they brought in Adam Thielen to be to be the starting or be, to be the primary wide receiver from Minnesota, and DJ Moore's replacement there, who went to Chicago in the say in 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 the in their trade with Chicago. They brought in Hayden Hurst from uh from Cincinnati to uh to be their tight end. So I think Hayden Hurst is going to be um going to be someone that benefits from this in terms of a in terms of a production value. And I think the Panthers are setting themselves greatly here for, um, uh, for the for the future, and 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 now they just need to get the quarterback right, and that which is why they traded up with the Bears to uh, get get the quarterback they want with Frank Reich. So I think this is a a great opportunity for the Panthers, uh, and uh, this was an opportunity for them to reset their franchise, and that's exactly what they're doing in. Um, in Charlotte, North Carolina, I, I we we talked about the Lions. I I think the Cowboys have been excellent this off season. I know they lost Connor McGovern to, to Buffalo, and, and and they lost Dalton Schultz to Houston. But they they traded for Stephon Gilmore. I'm obsessed with that trade. I'm I also also love um, them acquiring Brandon Cooks from the Texans in exchange for a fifth round pick this year and a sixth round pick next year. That's a that's a great trade. But by there, they all they they brought in Ronald Jones uh, to sign with Dallas, um, and then and they they were able to keep uh, uh keep keep players with with Tony Powell, whom they franchise tag. So I think the Cowboys have had an excellent offseason. So all all in told, the Giants. So they, they, so of course I I mentioned the Darren Waller trade yesterday uh, last week. So but they they brought in. Um, some help with their defense to stop the run. They brought in some speed, uh, some team speed at the wide receiver position. So I think that's an excellent deal uh, off season for Joe Shane and the Giants. And uh, this is year two uh, removed from, from from the Dave Gellman fiasco there. So so those are um, things there. And, and and then the bit the bit the big domino that that's that's gonna fall is is whenever it falls will be. Aaron Rodgers going from the Packers to the Jets, and this is going to make the Jets an instant Super Bowl contender here. And it, and and of course, Aaron Rodgers wanted out of Green Bay, and and this is all impossible because 
that they they, they, they somehow calculated that that drafting Jordan Love was was going to fuel the fire for Aaron Rodgers and and get the uh, and get them to the promised land, but it didn't happen. So, uh, and so that was a disaster. Uh, in and on itself, and now, so now the Packers are gonna be left with Jordan Love to start, who is clearly not the answer, and uh, for for the Green Bay Packers going forward. So that's a, um, um, it's a it's a tough pill to swallow if you are a fan of the Green Bay Packers, and and look, but the thing is, the Jets have the leverage here. The Packers know, and everybody knows, the one place where they can trade Aaron Rodgers is is to the Jets. And 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 the Jets will probably won't have to give up as much as they previously would have thought uh, when when it when it came to that. So so so, so they 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 could play the uh, chicken game all they want, but it's going to be one where the Packers are going to fall short here when it comes to twenty twenty three and and beyond. With and and them as Packers fans understanding that. Not having an elite quarterback doesn't uh, it, uh, it spells trouble here when it comes to the Green Bay Packers. Um, uh, let, let's, so so that's where we where we stand in terms of as uh, of of the the NFL offseason. Now uh, another thing I want to add is is the losses for for the Philadelphia Eagles. Now I mentioned uh, a few weeks ago that the Eagles were going to be a team. Uh, that that I was going to monitor very closely d- d- during the off season, and and they they lost five starters of uh, on defense, uh, uh, lo- losing Javon Hargrave to the 49ers, C.J. Gardner Johnson, Kaiser White, T.J. Edwards, Marcus Epps. All of them are off the board, but so, but the Eagles loaded up in, in in the NFL draft with Jordan Davis and and um. Nicobe Dean, who I who I thought were were first round picks, and they got Nicobe Dean in the third round for some reason. He inexplicably fell down to, um, or to, to number three. But they 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 took advantage of it, and you have to give them all all, all the credit in the world for for, for for making that happen. So, well done there from uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles, and Harry Roseman was always thinking two steps ahead here when it came to. The Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I I do want to uh, t- uh, talk about the, the things I saw in the NCAA tournament, and, and wow, it, it it has been an incredible weekend for the state of New Jersey. As FDU floor FDU um it, it, Fairleigh Dickinson upset the uh, number one seed at Purdue in the first round of the uh, just the second 16 seed ever to beat uh, a one seed in the men's NCAA tournament um UMBC did that to Virginia five years prior and 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 FDU played like a team and, and Purdue uh, they they were just, they they just weren't able to move the ball as much, as effectively as they could have and, and then you have and then you had Princeton going to the Sweet 16. They 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 took down Arizona in the first round and Missouri in the second round. Yeah, and and then you have the um, so so that so that's where where we have it uh, on the left side of the bracket. Um, I I, I was impressed with with Alabama, uh, um, in the um. In in the first two rounds, uh, but but they well, they they still able to to play with with Brandon Miller, 
which which I think is wild that he was that he's been able to to, to stay on here. Um, so, but I'm but I'm obsessed with um. Oh, with with the West region because you have UConn, you have Gonzaga, you have UCLA, and then Kansas would have made it if they didn't lose by a point. I think the the Bill the lack of Bill Self not play, uh, not being available to coach played a factor into that. Um, so I I, I think you get it's it's going to set up for an elite, uh, an excellent elite eight matchup between. Uh, between UConn and whoever comes out of the Gonzaga UCLA game, that that's a game you definitely want to watch tomorrow night because it, it, it's a rematch of the Final Four, um, a, ga a game uh, one of the greatest NCAA tournament games ever played was the sem national semifinal between those two teams um, in, in Indianapolis. So that's going to be uh, great stuff there. Also, give give credit to to FAU, uh, Florida Atlantic. They're they're in the Sweet Sixteen, so uh, they 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 had a wild game against Memphis on Saturday. It, it was a back and forth battle, so but F, FAU found a way to get it done. Tennessee, um, oh, I was dead wrong on Tennessee and dead wrong on Duke. That was a bad loss, on inex inexplicable performance by. To buy Duke and and great job by by Rick Barnes of Tennessee to uh, to find a way to get to the Sweet Sixteen. You, then you have K State and Michigan. Um, I I I'm also looking forward to the matchups uh, in the Midwest bracket. In uh, those games are going to be in Kansas City, and and Jim Nance is going to be calling Houston games the rest of the way. So as long as as Houston remains in the tournament, so Houston takes on Miami. Xavier is taking on Texas, and, and I'm looking forward to, to to see how that transpires, and so the, and, and uh, the the other three two matchup. So, uh, and the winner of that is going to have a delicious matchup in the Elite Eight against whoever comes out of Houston and Miami. And Miami did a great job knocking off Indiana, but but both both the men's and the women's teams for that for that matter in in the in, in the sec in the Second round, um, Alabama's taking on San Diego State, and Princeton's going to take on Creighton, and Creighton des deserves credit for finding a way to beat Baylor, and then, as, and then uh, that that's going to bound out the field there. So, so, so if I were to uh, to recalculate the Final Four, I I would put Alabama. I would I still would, I'm still taking Houston to beat Miami. I still think Houston's going to beat. Whoever comes out of the, the Xavier Texas matchup in the Elite Eight, uh, I I I like UConn over UCLA. Um, in, in, I'm I have UConn over Gonzaga, uh, for, for that matter. And then FAU and Tennessee. I'm still gonna take Tennessee, and I and I think K State's gonna be Michigan State. But Michigan State, you don't you never know with Tom Izzo. So, but I, I think you, you're looking at Tennessee, you're looking at Alabama, you're looking at Houston, you're looking at UConn. So, and I still think Houston, I still have Houston cutting down the nets uh, when, when, it, when it comes to that. Um, so uh, with, with, with that as well. And, uh, but I was impressed about you, with UConn. So they throttled a quality St. Mary's team on... Um, yeah, so on, on on Sunday that was a tr terrific performance, but by there and and, and there was and there were people saying that their match, first round matchup with Iowa, I Iona, excuse me, was a trap. Ne never took the cheese on it. 
U UConn's great. Their, their guard play has been outstanding. Their big unit play uh, has been really good as well. So it's going to be uh, going to be an epic race to the to the finish line here for um, of, uh, for for the rest of the the, the tournament. Um, and, and and then we also want to talk about the, the push uh, for the NBA pl uh, playoffs uh, situation right now, and and so entering play on on Wednesday we 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 have so so we we have an 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 excellent array of, of um let let let's pull up the the, the standings here so it's this way I, I I could read them off and you got. The Boston, uh, they took care of business against Sacramento, um, and so and Sacramento has been an excellent team, and that would be a huge win for the Celtics. Just so maybe get get some of their confidence and swagger back. So so, so that so Boston uh, should be uh, at the time of recording this, it's twelve four, and Boston's up big. So you, you figure that Boston's going to hang on and win that game. So they'll they'll move to two games behind. Milwaukee, uh, in in the East. Look, I still think Milwaukee. They they they've been my team all year, uh, to, to to win the NBA title. And and a, and a healthy Bucks team is gonna beat everybody in the East. And I think so. Th they're the best team in the NBA one one through fifteen. In uh, uh, going into the playoffs, and so you have Boston, Philadelphia, Duke, and Dallas for a potential home court advantage in the second round. Uh, of the playoffs, then you have Cleveland and the Knicks, uh, and that that was a tough loss for the Knicks on Monday night. Julius Randle dropped fifty-seven points, but they were they weren't able to get get the job done against Cleveland, and and, and then the, then you have a, a, a whole much to do in 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 the West uh, because you have Denver. So they they have not been playing great, but they uh but but they they found a way to win. Um, it's, it's that they they found a way to win against the uh, Brooklyn Nets on Sunday, and and they're and they're going to be at it again tonight. It's about, but but teams six through six through ten six through twelve are separated by a game and a half. We got the Warriors, the Mavericks, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, Utah, the Lakers, the Pelicans. Yeah, it it is really a free for all. Uh, in 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 those scenarios, and then, and and so then then you have um the Lakers taking on the Suns in a big game, the Utah taking on Portland tonight, and then, uh, then Minnesota they they needed to win so badly against the Knicks, and they were able to take care of that on Monday. Now they're in Atlanta tonight. So, so it so it should be a a, a delicious um matchup there, and then you got Golden State at Dallas, um meet, meeting uh in meeting tonight a rematch of the Western Conference Finals last year, and and Golden State's right now the sixth, and Dallas is the seventh. So, I I I um, I, just, I wonder why Golden State has not been able to win on the road. But if they were able to be, be mediocre on the road, not terrible, the, the, their position would be a, a lot higher. Maybe, definitely would have would, would have had home court advantage at least in the first round of of the playoffs, uh, for for that matter. So you can't rule out Golden State. Uh, Dallas, I'm not taking the cheese on because because I'm not a believer in Katie and Kyrie me meshing together. 
Um, it's we, 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 the Lakers are finding new ways to lose games. Uh, the Pelicans, e even though they have a plus one average uh, point per game differential, they are so they right now would be on the outside looking in. So, so it, it's it's going to be in incredible to uh, to see how 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 those uh, five teams: Minnesota, OKC, Utah, LA, the Lakers, and the Pelicans shake up. I I, I like Minnesota. They're, they're getting. Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards back soon, so that's going to be a big boost for them, so I'll take Minnesota. Um, SGA has been excellent for Oklahoma City, so so, so I, I like them. And then it comes down to Utah, uh, the Lakers, and the Pelicans. So And right, and right now I'm tending to believe that it, it it's going to be the Jazz until until I see otherwise from the Lakers or the Pelicans. So... I, it, it's gonna. It's it, this, this one's gonna go down to the wire, and and usually we we, we see that the the, uh, the the playoff seedings uh, be, uh, be uh, begin to clarify about now, and we don't know uh, who is gonna be in the play-in tournament and, and where the play-in tournament games are gonna be played when it comes to the Western Conference. So, it, it it's a buckle up, Buttercup. It's gonna be a, a, a tremendous thing for 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 sports here and in the NBA as we get into the playoffs and I still think Milwaukee and Denver are the two teams to beat. Denver's uh Denver has been struggling had been struggling going going into Sunday but a, a potential matchup with the Wizards who who desperate uh, against the desperate Wizards team it, it's going to uh, going to be one for for them as the Nuggets are looking to 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 uh, to lock in the one seed, and in terms of the MVPs, and this has been a wide open year for the MVP race, but uh, but but Joel Embiid has quietly put together an MVP uh, caliber season, and he's making a real case to be uh, the MVP. If if Denver does not hold on to the one seed in in the West, and and, and what Embiid has done, and and, and how Philadelphia has been, has been up there with with Boston and Milwaukee as the as the best teams. In the NBA, I think that so that 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 speaks volumes here about about the value and so, and intensity for um for, for um when it comes to Joel Embiid and what he's been able to do, thirty three point thirty three point six points, ten point three rebounds um a game uh, on average for Embiid. He leads the NBA, I believe, in scoring. And, and and I think uh, he deserves a chance to be be the MVP uh, w w with how he's been able to play uh, here. So um, a, a, a tremendous uh, a, a, a tremendous victory here uh, and a, um, a, a a wonderful thing here for um, for Philadelphia and Joel Embiid to finally get the MVP, but. The question is, can they get past Boston or Milwaukee in a seven-game series? I think, I I, I still don't know uh, about that from a Philadelphia perspective. So, uh, it's it's going to be an incredible race to the finish, guys, and 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 we'll be here for it. And 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 so with that, that'll make make us uh, get us to the end of of this week's episode of Hooked on Sports. So make sure to to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting streaming services and don't forget next week is the start of the major league baseball season so i'll be marking uh marking the tape 
on the on the baseball season and and my predictions my playoff teams my award winners so so you definitely don't want to miss that so, and uh, and then and then we have Stanley Cup playoffs to discuss great wins by the Islanders of uh, uh, tonight and great wins by Carolina to uh, to um to make maintain their hold on the on the Metropolitan Division lead Boston has been unbelievable so, but but we'll, we'll we'll get into those as we get closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs and then it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a fun ride uh from there so until next time this is john flynn saying so long i'll be back here on the podcast next week so long everybody